0: All right, we're recording.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to a celebrated episode of Unlimited Text. Yep. Hey, run that celebration back one more time for me.
0: You're a nut, man.
1: Yeah, shout out to, uh, first out, before I introduce myself, shout out to President-elect Joe Biden and uh, Vice President-elect Kamala, what's your daughter call her?
0: No, we're not going to disrespect her name. But, uh, but yeah, my, my, my daughter uh, called her uh, Kilometer. <laughs> <laughs> Kilometer
1: Harris. So welcome to a celebrating episode of Unlimited Text where we take our... Uh, group chats and bring them to real life conversations i'm one of your hosts aka tommy ain't got no job aka we got emmys aka we got grammys aka we got four of them things like brom Braun producers produce
0: hey man this is the smug dude love at first smug and the storyteller and uh i'm not gonna give you the a young for sending me some uh picture over or some little YouTube thing talking about, I produced this <laughs> and no credits on the end. So <laughs> hey,
1: you know, it's since so you got you know, it's producers so it, produce. It's so funny, like as soon as I was like, dang, this one no jumps, they don't put the credits on there. I, I don't even wanna put this junk out in the public cause smug dude gonna deny my work. <laughs>
0: hey, I'm just saying, you say you working, but I don't know, I can't tell.
1: I want to start putting pictures of the checks online or something. There, yeah, something. All right,
0: where can the people find us?
1: Uh, you know, when we are not a day late, I apologize for that. We on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Find us on the internet. Reach us on the .com as Instagram and Twitter at Unlimited Text Pod.
0: All right, so a day late. I know that was a shot at me. So, oh no. For I all- for all you listening fans, I had to do an emergency last night. I, I I apologize. I know on Wednesdays we shoot this and it's up and running early morning on Thursdays, but we had a little bit of an emergency. At least I thought it was where kind of goes into the question of the week, where it <laughs> says how, how does it work when you hire friends, right? And so yeah. we we had a little scare at work, um, and you know we thought we were gonna have to make make a few changes, but. Didn't have to do that. So um, that's the question of the week. And so I apologize to everybody, uh, <laughs> you know, for missing last night. I had to be prepped and prepared for this because it was a very personal thing for me. But uh, Tommy, we have a question of the week from a listener. And uh, the question is, is, how does it work when you hire friends?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, it's funny because I... You know, Jim, we, we, I work with a lot of freelance people. So a lot of people where, you, you know, they only come in and work for a week or a couple of days. So it's it's better to work with people who you kind of have a relationship with because they're only working on a project for a week. You don't really want to have that, uh, that learning time. But the thing that I think that I've come to learn is that when you hire people that. So say you, you work with somebody and they become your friend. I think that can be better than if somebody's your friend and then you start working together. Cause I feel like not everybody, but I feel like people have a tendency to kind of take advantage of the friendship and things. I had a situation a couple of weeks ago, where I, I told a dude, I was like, yo, like we work on a lot of stuff and I know you don't talk to the other people we work with like that. Like, I, I know you don't. I seen you, you don't, you don't talk like that. But I think you feel like you can come at me like that cause we supposed to be friends. And I'm trying to make a long term play for us, and you coming to me on some like, just not thinking. But like I said, I I think he felt like because we were friends, he could try to get away with a little bit more. So I, I'm sort of starting to feel like I need to stop hiring people I know and hire people I don't know because I feel like they feel like they got to work more to earn. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's all it's like a almost like a first date. It's like they showing off on the first date. But when they've been working with you for a long time and they kind of know, I just feel like they're kind of like, eh, comfortable, comfortable." like, you know. Tommy, that's my man. He ain't going to fire me, right?
0: Yeah, it can get in that situation. I just feel like you got to set some boundaries. And uh, so whoever asked that question, it was a great question. But uh, you kind of got to have some rules. So I had rules, number one, when I became a landlord, never to rent to friends and family. Right. Yeah, because as much as you want to do it, and you feel like that the person's gonna do what they're supposed to do, shake hands, formal agreement, whatever it might be. Right. But as we all know, everything's all good Tell it's not. <laughs> right. And then when it's not good, what if like you know, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna put my my family out on the streets. Right. They know that. <laughs> they know that already. The right. same thing with friendships, like, um i i don't necessarily know if i had a rule against that i think um that that is something that i don't really necessarily pursue but you know when you work in an industry and you working closely with somebody you get to know them and they like you mentioned they become friends right right and it's just not like it's like your boy you grew up with or or, you know your homie you know you someone that you know and you grew up with her and and uh you know, that kind of thing is just someone who in your industry has become a great colleague and you trust them and you know, they're going to do the right thing, so to speak. So I've fallen into that where I've hired people that I've become, you know, friends with through knowing them through work. Right. And so, um, I just feel like you got to just be sure that you set some boundaries up front and everybody knows come going into it. Like, you know, I'm hiring you, but you have to represent, you know, me, uh, as, 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 sort of the authority right so to speak and don't make us look bad you know it just depends on situation how you're hiring because you hire people for services right right um mostly i would say right mm-hmm. and so i would be hiring people you know some for services but mostly to actually work in the organization right you know as an employee right <laughs> and so that's that's the part that gets a little sticky but I just say if my advice that I would give you is that you got to set some rules and some boundaries up front.
1: Yeah, I think that's like you said, I think that's a good point. You just got to so like you said the problem is is that you get to that level of comfortability with somebody and even, you know, you're working and y'all kinda got inside jokes or whatever. And then sometimes people can't realize like, OK, we had an inside joke, but now it's work time. Like now we ain't on joke time. Right. And that's the thing that's hard because like you got that relationship with them. So it's like, yeah, yeah, we joking right now, but. It's go time now, slam Like go.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Our livelihoods are at stake. Right. We got. We got. We got to win this game. We got something to do. A
1: young. One two three four five six seven eight nine. It's the ten crack commandments. One. Uh. Who, yeah, DJ bad. DJ up in the junk
0: today. DJ Smug dude. Man, <laughs> since we, you know, we celebrating the playing music. Did you hear the song? Oh yeah. You know I heard BI. Hey dog, do you understand? Like, I don't know if you got a chance to to look into this. Yeah. But couple things. They decriminalize hard drugs
1: in Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Right. Heroin and everything, right?
0: Heroin, crack all that and so in honor of big i mean that song means more than just selling drugs it's a lesson right it's a business lesson and it's a code right but breaking barriers so i don't know if this is i don't know what this is about if this should be celebrated or what so and i don't even know if this article is that real um (laughs) Um, so I, so, I ha- uh,
1: so so you about to do it a young, and then next week you might have to give you the a young. Uh, you might have like to give me the a young.
0: <laughs> I will say though, we we you can fact check me, but definitely the election in Oregon right brought about no, that's um, true. Them decriminalizing the possession yeah. of hard drugs
1: that's definitely true.
0: All right, breaking barriers. Former crack dealer. Opens America's first
1: legal crack dispensary in Oregon. It couldn't happen that quick though, because the election was just last week. Right, that's
0: what I was saying. But look, <laughs> that's why I say I don't think it's real. I, I really don't think it's real because it was it's on some site called ifunny.co. So it's gotta okay. be, it can't be real. But the the part that's the most the biggest piece of the A Young A hey, Young yeah. is guess what it's called. <laughs>
1: Just take a while. Okay, uh, you sent me the thing. I didn't click on the link. I just saw the headline.
0: Black owned crack.
1: <laughs> Hold on, black owned crack. All right, that's got to be fake. Yeah. Be,
0: <laughs> come on, come on,
1: a young, a young, a young, a young, a young. <laughs> come on, that's got to be fake. Yeah. <laughs>
0: still rona
1: that rona my uh my my wife kind was kind of joning on us tonight because uh well actually from last night because uh when i told her you weren't gonna be able to do the podcast she said you want me to do the podcast i can just talk about that rona <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow that's funny man i love. So I,
1: it. I can do the a young like whoa, whoa, whoa. you're not even saying it right it's a certain way to say it
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my god man that's funny so anybody think they can fill in for me yeah man. they just, they just think
1: they just think they just think we're going to talk about that rona so you
0: know that is definitely all we're going to talk about is that rona that rona is not going anywhere anytime soon <laughs> it ain't
1: going nowhere yeah you about well tell me about just terms of the unlimited that rona that's just changed the name of the pod yeah. and,
0: and it's not it's not even seeming to get any better man like the numbers are spiking up like people are reversing their situation like oh we're gonna open up all these states but now all of a sudden it's like oh we're going back to category one or whatever it was before yeah yeah so go ahead and do your thing you know you are that rona expert
1: (laughs) hey man i don't want to be so we had uh two hundred forty thousand dead the number the number of new daily cases in the United States jumped from 104,000 a week ago to more than 145,000 on Wednesday, all time high. Nearly every metric is trending in the wrong direction. Matter of fact, I was sit- we were sitting here the other day, Tuesday night, and we got one of those notifications, one of them beep, 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 notifications to the phone. Like usually, usually that means like, it's like a kid missing or something. And I looked at the phone and it was a notification there's a public safety alert from the city of L- L.A. telling us, man, the numbers is increasing. So I actually went and got a test yesterday because yesterday. Yeah, I got a test yesterday because I'm supposed to be on set tomorrow. And the place I usually go is is pretty empty. But yesterday it was a two hour wait to get a get a covid test to get a covid test. And I think it was because everybody got that notification Tuesday night. I already pre-planned my thing for Wednesday because I knew we knew we knew we were shooting tomorrow. Right, man, it was so many people up in there. Oh, speaking of which, I got my notification today. Yeah, still, still negative, still negative, still, still negative in these COVID streets. Hey, well, well,
0: you know, I, I was trying to tell you, and I just found it; it just popped up again. Covid nineteen exposure notifications are available. Have you been getting that since you're in the iPhone world now?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So iPhone terrorists.
0: Yeah, so it just it's popped up where basically there's an there's an app that's on your phone now that will tell you if you've been exposed to COVID. You know, and I'm 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 assuming it's the uh, the GPS in your phone or whatever.
1: Right. right. Whether you've been around people. Yeah,
0: it can tell whether you've been around people or not. Um, and so yeah, the numbers are increasing, but it sounds like uh Pfizer has uh has a vaccine.
1: Yeah, 90% effective. Won't be here for the next uh, few months, so still I saw uh I fal- they said fal- May, dog. May
0: until they um will be able to deploy it uh um, yeah, widespread.
1: Faust fal- 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 dog said even when it comes out, we probably still gotta wear masks most of 2021. Uh so here's the thing everybody's a little concerned about. Because it has to be stored in minus 75 degree temperature.
0: Oh, you took my, that's the one thing I researched, bro. Because oh, my I, bad, my no, bad. No, 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 you got
1: I, it. I, I added it out. Go ahead. No, nope, you, can say it.
0: nope. Uh, you got it. Go ahead. You will probably say it a lot better than I because you, uh, my bad. I'll of off the backboard
1: for you if I didn't know you had, you had Aliyut.
0: I'll just, I'll just improvise and ad lib to it. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so stored in minus five, minus 75 degree. It's a double dose vaccine which means you have to take it and it's get it in the beginning and take a couple of weeks later. Experts say 80% of the country will need to take it in order for herd immunity to kick in. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's if it doesn't mutate.
0: And and that's the thing that a lot of people are concerned about is if it mutates, we, we, that's a whole nother situation. Like you heard about the minks, the yeah, mink farms, yeah. and how they had to, uh, they, they had to euthanize like what was the hundreds of thousands of minks. Right, uh, it was in I forget where, somewhere in Europe, and uh, it had mutated in their in 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 their bodies. Yeah, and so if that hits the humans, man, we're in for a world of trouble. World, of, but yeah. the the thing is, is how the only place that they can keep it cold like that would be the hospital, right?
1: Well, that's the the U.S. experts are obviously very happy because they said. That In order for it to be approved, it only had to have 50% success rate. And this thing has a 90% success rate. Right. But they're worried about the handling and storage requirements as complex, daunting, and unprecedented. Because you're talking about 80% of the people we're three hundred and 350 million. So you're talking about that means 300 million doses. And it's double doses. So that means you're talking 600 million doses of it. So that's... uh, That's a lot.
0: Yeah, and then so what I was, you know, was reading like ultra low temperature freezer for up to six months and for five days at two to eight degrees Celsius, you know. And then it says the Pfizer storage units can also be refilled with ice for up to 15 days. Yeah. So that doesn't like you know, six months to hold it. Like I don't know how long it would take to deploy it. To that many people would it take longer than six months you think for people to to, to get on that
1: i mean I, I don't know they i don't know how long it's going to take them to 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 produce that many i mean like you said they still time. it's going to be a couple of months before it really starts getting out to people but you gonna take it uh i might take this one that 90 effective that that sounds that sounds promising that. <laughs> That, that other stuff they were talking in the beginning was that 50. I don't know about that 50. 90?
0: I might mess with something that's 90. You so you mess with 90%. Yeah, oh, yeah, mister, 90. I don't know if I'll take it.
1: Well, that well, if I'd have known it was Reggie Miller at the free throw line and not Shaq, you know, that's the difference, yeah. True. That's the
0: difference. True, true. You just want to get back out in these streets, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every time I go out, man, I was gonna, we was going to talk about something else, but I'm, I'm actually going to change it real quick because – Part of the reason somebody tweeted uh, uh, a football coach, all the Halloween parties on college campuses have destroyed the college football slate this week. I don't know if you've seen it, but SEC, ACC, Big Ten, everybody's games canceled this week.
0: Maryland just canceled their games.
1: Eight players had COVID. Yeah. So, and it was not funny, but we talked about it last week, how many people we saw at Halloween parties and this is literally about the incubation period for all the people that went out on Halloween. Yeah. And now half of the college football sleep. And, you know, college kids on pampas, you know, they went to, to Halloween parties. Right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I think that had a lot to do with what's going on, man. That's what's now. We got Thanksgiving coming. We got Christmas. We got New Year's. Uh,
0: yeah. I wonder how that's going to be. That's going to be a, 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 a yeah (laughs) that's gonna be the one actually i I didn't think about that
1: yeah that that two weeks after new year's boy after everybody yeah, i'm just just gonna go to my man john yeah it's just gonna be like 10 people get there it's gonna be 50 people in the backyard tomorrow we outside though everybody gonna get there and start making excuses so what are they gonna do
0: about like you know times square and all these major cities that have these celebrations
1: outdoors yeah i'm i'm a new york i would assume new york i mean it just depends on where you're at in the country some parts of the country are gonna be like hey i don't see nothing but i don't think new york would do Times square though no no way right i don't it's going. they, they they've would, got they.
0: some virtual event set up somehow some way
1: yeah i don't think they would i hope
0: that but it's just i just don't even understand like how can you control it anyway though because it's, it's you know people are gonna come out naturally right, right? Yeah, that's that's another part of a political conversation that we probably need to kind of think about having because you know how it's gonna go. <laughs> Y'all aren't letting me exercise my freedom, you know, and get out in yeah, these streets yeah, and celebrate yeah, and yeah. blah blah blah. And why do I have to wear my mask? And you know, and it's gonna
1: it's gonna be even worse with a new president because now they're gonna feel like it's a it's a, now it's a personal attack on the new president. Oh yeah, to not wear a mask. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like they weren't wearing a mask anyway. And now it's going to be like defiant not wearing a mask. I didn't vote for the new president. So I'm not wearing a mask. My guy doesn't wear a mask.
0: Right. And even a quarter million people have yeah. uh, have died from it.
1: Yeah. yeah. And a hundred and whatever this week. yeah I, w- I wish y'all could see the videos tonight boy we partying on this video Yeah, so we continue in the celebration of our uh, president elect Joe Biden and uh, vice president elect Kamala Harris. Uh, and you know, it was really celebrating. DC was celebrating last week, boy. When they announced that junk on Saturday, it was parties. I mean, <laughs> that like joke was within like,
0: like two minutes.
1: Yo, know, it was like homecoming everywhere all over the country. I mean, DC, it was the more champagne was sold in DC on Saturday after the announcement than the last two New Year's Eve combined. Damn, that's a lot of champagne.
0: The last two.
1: Because you figure all the clubs and bars that be buying champagne for New Year's Eve, and the last two, like, I saw people, I know people was like posting pictures with like good champagne too. He's like, oh, you know you ain't never had nothing (laughs) to have that good champagne, (laughs) boy. Where you get that gold bottle from? You don't know what that means. That's
0: (laughs) funny, man.
1: Yeah, they, yeah, everybody was celebrating. Yeah,
0: boy. everybody was definitely celebrating. But, you know, apparently the election was stolen, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. They out here out here trying to steal the election, man. What are the, uh, the uh, Republicans are, you know, sore losers, man. It's the worst kind of people, man, just a sore loser. But they out here tired. They in like five states talking about all kinds <laughs> of things. So the thing that's funny about it is in Pennsylvania, for instance, the GIA, Republicans did real well outside the president. Uh, but, so they're, they're uh, trying to say the votes are bad, but they want a lot of like congressional seats and other seats. So it's like, is the vote bad for did, did the just cheat against Trump when your votes is good? Like, so you good, you can stay, but Trump got cheated. I, I'm, I'm confused on how that works that is
0: my point Right. that's my point right there right so number one how can you cheat on the election piece if you know those senate seats and stuff right right congress and every congressional seats are filled by the republican piece but the president that's tied to every to that ballot Mm -hmm. loses like how do you you know how you do that and then also let's just say there was some fraud involved right right you pull everything back out so then what does that mean for for the folks that were elected outside of the presidential
1: yeah that's what i'm saying like Like, what what happens what do you do you can't you can't pick and choose you have a whole new uh, election i I know it's kind of like an nba championship i know a lot of my laker friends they don't want javel mcgee to have a ring but he was on the roster you can't take the ring back you can't say you can't say Javale don't get a ring and LeBron get a ring. He on the team, right? Right. Same thing. Like you know, you if you was on the ballot and and one person won, you can't say well that part of the ballot was good, but the rest of the part. And then you got people saying stuff in their line. Like one of the whistleblowers in for the post office completely recanted his allegations of a supervisor tampering with mail in ballots after being questioned by investigators. So he went on TV and said it. But as soon as he was under oath, he was like, no, nah, that's not what happened. And the, the thing with it is like, you can't say there's only fraud in the six states that you lost because if we want to start going, from, I mean, you know, if you want to start going like this, we're going to be count, recounting ballots everywhere, man. Like, I mean, it, it goes back to six, six four years ago uh, when Trump won, but he lost the popular vote by three million. Right. And it was a ru- it was a rumor going around that the three million people that voted were illegal immigrants that, had, you know, had get gotten bused into California to vote, and there were really people that believed that. So my thing was, look, if the Democrats were smart enough to bus in three million illegal immigrants, and I I just asked somebody one time. I was like, just do you know how many buses three million buses is like to get three million people? Do you know how many buses that is?
0: Yeah. I, and I
1: was like, so you saying you we saying probably fit hundreds- like sixty
0: people on a bus.
1: Yeah, you saying there were hundreds of buses that crossed the border on election day, and not one person was like, "Damn, man, that's a lot of, that's a lot of buses with a lot of, lot of legal immigrants." But so they, they, they planned that and snuck in three million people on buses. But for some reason, they were brilliant enough to sneak them in. But they took them to a state of California that wouldn't help them win the election. Right. Well, like so, why wouldn't they take some of those people to Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin if they go, if they had enough to sneak in three million people? Wouldn't they, wouldn't they have a better plan than to take them to California? You would
0: think. Well, yeah. what, what about your lady in in Nevada?
1: What happened there? I ain't mean, what they doing. So,
0: so so Laura Ingram from Fox. Okay, she yeah. she played this. Uh, oh, you remember where they disguised the lady? The lady? Yeah. They they, they blacked her whole job. face out and they I changed, changed their her voice. voice. <laughs> yeah. Right, so they blacked her yeah. whole face out. They changed her voice. She was talking about how she was taking her lunch break and she saw a uh, uh, a Biden van. Yeah. yeah, Like in the parking lot, and she saw some uh, some people, you know, around the the the, the van. Right. And she saw uh, bundles of envelopes being passed out. and then so she said she didn't think anything of it but as her lunch break went on she was circling around going for a walk during her lunch break and so she came back and she said the same type of activity was going on so she looked she was able to look closely to see that it was there were actually ballots and she could see the circles on the ballots Now, now I don't know about you You have to have some really, really good eyes to see something like that and not get close to someone. Because, like, honestly, if somebody's doing dirt, they're not going to let you come up to them anyway and get that close to even see if you are doing the dirt or not. Right. Think about it. And for for her to be walking around a parking lot and see what a ballot looks like from a distance and seeing exactly that they were all circled with 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 the Democratic party to be able to see exactly where the circus are <laughs> is crazy to but,
1: me. But but think about think about again, think about the plot to deliver illegal ballots. And you want to do it, you know, as low-key as possible, and you say, hey, let's get in the van that says Biden on the side of it. As in broad we daylight. These illegal, yeah, as, as we deliver these illegal ballots, let's make sure that we get in the Biden van to do it. Yeah. Like it's like all of these all of these things they find is like even the criminals or the dumbest people ever. It's like, no, nobody, nobody's like, hey, man, let's get the van. that has got Biden stickers and let's play some loud rap music as we pulling up. Right. And delivering these illegal ballots. So it, we can bring all the attention to ourselves.
0: And she said they were ripping open the envelopes and filling out ballots.
1: <laughs> just right there on the, just just right right there there on the, the street. Right. <laughs> But
0: with, no she you got no video. With no no with, with a blacked out whole total body silhouette.
1: Right. And I, I did see that. And that the voice hilarious. disguise.
0: Come on, man.
1: Yeah, ain't nobody looking for her, man. She she, she man. So this hey, ne- man, next so question I, you had,
0: go like tell. Were you at, was that my question, or you just talking in general?
1: Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, it was it was a big week for uh. Big week for Howard University. Oh man, you can't, those, can't talk. Can't to, tell them Can't nothing. talk to nobody from Howard. Howard boy. or an AKA? And I was just about to say them AKA's boy. Good and a and a Howard AKA. Oh, even <laughs> even more. Yeah, you ain't gonna be able to talk to them for four years. You might just wrap it up. Just so one of my uh, AKA friends sent me a jump, United States of America, but obviously they took out America and changed that jump to AKA. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, they wilder. Yeah, they, they losing their vibe. Out of the but yeah, so I mean, you know, obviously, we celebrate the election of uh, President elect Joe Biden, but you know, Kamala Harris, that's big. Yeah, it is. It's a major first woman, uh, yeah. first
0: um, African American and Indian, slash so Indian. slash yeah, Indian, yeah. so brown, right?
1: Yeah, let's make sure we get that in there. Yeah, and give I, her full, her full due.
0: Well, yeah, definitely, definitely. But right. it was uh, it's major. Like I saw this um this picture that someone had posted of all the um the American vice presidents over the you know yeah, over I saw history, that, yeah. and they oh, got her the right there. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And then they got her. Mm-hmm. That that is um that's that's huge, man. That is huge.
1: Yeah. I I loved all the little videos they had or pictures of little girls looking at her. Oh yeah, because she did come out in that sweet white suit though. That White suit that that young, that was like 80s drug dealer suit, right there. Boy. I was like, Yeah,
0: <laughs> to marry Jay Blige, even though your man said it was Beyonce, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I got had it, to change yeah, yeah. up on him. You got him yeah, on the Wellington yeah. Park, I bet, huh? I was
1: going, I was going to, yeah, but he's such a he's such go a ahead, man. go ahead,
0: go ahead, do him. him. We don't have to say his name to the Wellington Park. Go ahead, I think yeah, we should nah, do that nah. one.
1: Nah. The dude, uh, I'm gonna say his name because I ain't gonna do wellington anyway. I got somebody else, Van Jones, man. She came out to uh Mary J. Blige and he's on CNN. He he's he's pretty he's pretty whack. Yeah. He just in general, he's pretty whack. So he got all the emotional, was talking about it was so great to see her come out and then for her as a black woman to come out to Beyonce. And uh even I even I think the white dude on set was like, I don't think that was Beyonce.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he let that him go Mary with J. it too.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's like he, he cool, probably man. caught a
0: few texts while he when it, when it wasn't his turn to
1: speak. Yeah, then he yeah. came back
0: on and corrected himself. I up. mean, that's some
1: that's some Daniel Cameron type type foolishness. You know? Everybody know difference between Mary J and Beyonce. You know? Come on, man.
0: Because when I heard it, that's when uh CDC. That's her girl. It's Mary J. Yeah, so yeah, she was like, too. man, she was like, oh, but it was it was tight though that she
1: came out to Mary.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, nah, no,
1: nah, Mary. I mean, Mary represents. Mary, we want to talk about Mary one day on the pie, yeah, because Mary, Mary, we Mary mean a lot, man. She what she what Mary represents in the, in the culture, man. It's it's huge, yeah. no,
0: no question. So so my daughter, I, I, she uh, she she gets it, but she is not like um, they're not so excited necessarily about this election, right? You know, so I don't know if they're distracted because of school. They, they talk about it. I hear them, you know, talking a little bit virtually when I uh, listen in on our classes and they're talking about it and the teachers are big up in it and tell them right. how historical it is and what it means and everything. But maybe I think at this point they're so tired of us like <laughs> on TV and the media and the news and everything Right. that they haven't been able to f- kind of formulate how they feel about it. So, my daughter she just basically gave me the the uh the the obvious reasons why because right. she's a woman right because she's black because she you know it 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 proves to me that I can be a woman and do anything, which is amazing right. like i am okay with that, but I try to probe her to get her to go deeper, but she's just like just nah, she won't go any deeper, so right. I think as she gets older. Right, and starts to realize more or less the magnitude of it. And once she starts to hit some adversity and struggles and stuff like that, she'll realize mm-hmm. um, how important it is. But um, yeah, she uh, she she hasn't quite realized the magnitude. She's eleven years old. She knows right. what it means, but she's she it's from a, a a standpoint of what everybody's telling her she should feel about it.
1: Yeah, I know there was a couple of shots of like older black women in a crowd uh, at the, actually the, at, the, at the speech. And you can just, you know, there's that look that you can see in, in somebody's experience the life, you know, cause we all, I mean, we take it for granted that, you know, people, our parents' age is like they came up in a time, man, where they can't, you know, obviously we've had Obama and now, now we got Kamala. Like they couldn't have imagined that, man. Like they just like like we we take it for granted, you know, because we haven't really, you know, we haven't really grown up like that. But our parents went through some times. I mean, they was in the 60s. I mean, they were still, you know, parents still talk about still places they couldn't go. Wouldn't go.
0: Yeah, it was legal you to know? be discriminated against.
1: Yeah. So that's what I, that's what always gets me mad when it's like the little girl pictures are great, man. But when you see like that. 75 or 80 year old black woman man and you see that kind of that joy and that pride man like that that's the junk that kind of gets me man i, I that's the part i appreciate about about what common represents man
0: no no question this it's, it's kind of like um not too good to be true but like hard to believe like right. it's like wow so yeah. when when you know president obama um was elected right it was kind of like you know awesome like this is great but the piece that took me over the edge right is michelle because it was like a real black family right and (laughs) like you know they are in the white house Mm -hmm. um you know and so now i'm anxious to see how this you know this is gonna all play out but it's definitely super historical um about it and i was just sitting here thinking I need to talk to my uh my, my grandfather because i remember once he was telling me before <laughs> i think i don't even know if i said this uh or talked about it before but he was like man that old jim crow stuff man he was like everything was all right before that came about <laughs> i'm getting somewhere with it, but he was like he was like man we used to break bread with the people Right. he's like you know everything was alright we had a little community going we knew where we stood they knew where they stood you right. know whatever and he was like the same people that we used to break bread with that we used to do all this stuff with farming and all kinds of things that we used to do right they got the right to be mean to us right? and discriminate against us and then they wasn't our friends no more like how you know, like he was like, pretty much who does that? Like how right. is that?
1: Make it like it just
0: changed. Yeah, he was like, that was the worst thing that they could have ever did. Like, why why would you even do that? You already knew that people was racist anyway. Right. You already knew that we didn't have equal equal rights. Not to say that it was right or wrong or whatever it might be, but he was like, they did that and the same people treated us like crap. Because they they felt like it was legal to do so. And so now I think about him. I actually, I need to call him and talk, have a conversation with him about how he feels about it. Cause even too, like you got to think about, you got some old black men that's setting their ways too.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. How, how that woman going <laughs> go be in the white house and all that. You yeah. Know what I'm saying?
1: yeah. It was, it was a junk. I saw, uh, it was from like 1968 where they interviewed six people and they asked them, could a woman be president? And, uh, the three men was like, hell no and then even the two uh white women were like no women like we can't we can't deal with stuff like that and that's crazy you think that's 1968 i mean obviously that's 40 plus years ago but that was a survey where most of the people were just like it it wasn't even something they could even fathom it wasn't even like oh let me think about it it was like hell no even yeah. the women were like nah man we can't nah women can't do that even the women so just even just in this 40 years to see that mentality has changed uh, and I know we talked about this when the you know when RBG passed. Uh just the mentality of, of what's what's available to women now, man. So yeah, like I said, man. Congratulations again. We celebrate keep celebrating. So we- to uh president-elect Joe Biden and uh vice president-elect Kamala Harris Ooh, for the block, boy. Take it rough. Whoa. It's been the same old thing on my block. So the other day, uh, I was walking out, the, leaving the post office, and I was on the phone with my pops, and I was walking walking back to my car, and there was this lady out there selling uh, T-shirts. She had like Lakers, Dodgers, so I walked by when I came in, you know, I spoke to an old, older, older black lady, so you know, I spoke to her. So I'm walking out on the phone with my pops, and she's sitting there, she's like, hey, where you from? You from DC? <laughs> and I was like, What? She's like, Yeah, you from DC? I said, "Hold my Pause hello." Hold on, let me call you right back. So I said, How you I was like, I, you know, because I you know I wear DC stuff. So I looked at my clothes. I ain't I didn't have anything that said DC. Uh, you know, I didn't have anything. And she said, I said, How you know I'm from DC? She said, Boy, I heard the way you was talking, you definitely talk like you're from DC. And I laughed because I I really was only talking like there's no way she could have heard me speaking for more than more than like seven seconds because I walked out the store I mean walked out the post office and just walked into my car she was her car was right there at the entrance so she couldn't have heard me talk that long but she heard just enough to instantly know I was from D.C. So she was, I was like how do you know? And then she said yeah I'm from D.C. So we started going back and forth and she was from D.C. older lady I ended up. I ended up buying a, buying a uh, a couple of shirts from her. Oh, actually, I bought one of the one of the Kamala shirts from her, and then she gave me a free Washington football team mask. She was like, "Yeah, I know you from around the way," so she gave me a mask. So the thing that it made me think of was was code switching, because I didn't really think. I mean, I guess you know, I'm talking to my friends, talking to my dad. You know, you automatically just kind of talk the way you talk. And it was just crazy to me that five seconds of hearing me talk, somebody from D.C., she just instantly recognized where I was from. And so I always think, you know, when you're at work, you always kind of think about code switching at work and in public. And that's where and this kind of ties back a little bit earlier. to, so like you said, when you hire your friends, because sometimes I'm at work and there's people who I'm really cool with. And we start, you know, we start talking that talk. You know, <laughs> like you just you get comfortable with people, with your people. Right. So you, you start talking, you know, uh, a young might come out. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you're comfortable with your folks. And then you realize somebody walks in. and Yes. Yeah, so we were having a fine afternoon uh, discussing this production as it progresses. You know, <laughs> it's like you, you immediately start code switching. And it's funny because like that's the thing you work with people, you know, you work with people you're comfortable with. Sometimes you get a little lost man. I know I was on a conference call uh a few years back with somebody somebody basically just fight out lied on me. You and I said basically a. Young? I basically said hey young on the I basically <laughs> said hey young on the call. <laughs> Cause I'm listening to this dude, like we I forgot I forgot the, the story, but he literally was just lying like like we had, had an email or a call. And he was just completely saying the opposite of what that call or email had been. And, you know, you know, I mean, now it's different because now everybody's on Zoom. All the Zoom, all the calls are Zoom now, so it's video. But he said that joke. And I was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, actually, I, I got a friend of mine. from. I remember
0: life, you told me
1: this story, too. From, from, from Drexel, uh, my friend. Uh, uh, Sarah Dave, but she knows she knows who she is, my favorite director. So, and she said the first three years that I was uh in college, she thought I had Tourette's. Cause she didn't she didn't know when I was in and every sentence with young. She didn't know what that meant. <laughs> she just thought I had Tourette's <laughs> <for> three years.
0: <laughs> oh my God man.
1: Oh so my. yeah, so so yeah I, I, I said A young on on the conference call at work one time. And the lucky thing is because I said it and I caught myself You know how when you say something on a conference call and nobody knows who said it? And then it's like the same thing when people have it. Somebody has their window down.
0: You immediately came back with the uh, proper uh,
1: No, I didn't say nobody said Nobody said anything.
0: So you didn't say a word.
1: I didn't say nothing. I was just like. Radio silence. I was like, "Yeah," and they like, "Somebody's like, what?" And I ain't say nothing, and this everybody else started talking again. Yeah, so now like, on
0: Zoom, right? Your uh, yeah. the 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 light will come around your screen or whatever, or your screen will come uh, to the front. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, and that's a, that's a good thing too. I've always got to remember myself too. Sometimes when I'm on the Zoom, I'll start doing other stuff, and then you kind of forget that you' on the Zoom because you just had like you just talking to people. So you always be mindful of that. But yeah, man, code switching it work, man. That's a sometimes, man, when you get when you get heated, it's it's, it's kind of like the same thing. I don't know if you noticed, like on the wire, a lot of those actors on the wire, you know, like Stringer Bell, and McNulty, they they're uh British. Yeah. And sometimes there's certain scenes where you can tell when they get really invested in their characters that you can hear their accents. Cuz I think they get so invested in it like they get so caught up in the moment, right? That it's hard to have the mindset of like of doing the American accent. Yeah. Now that you
0: say that, like, uh, I, pro- I I don't. Yeah, I probably hear more from Stringer. Yeah. I didn't know uh, McNulty was. Yeah. I didn't know he was British.
1: I I, I can might tell be he got Irish. A, he's, Irish. He's he got a funny yeah. voice
0: though. It yeah, is, he's something. But I, I I didn't I didn't know that. But uh, don't even get me started about code switching. don't even my whole life man it seems like um yeah yeah it just depends on the the room sometimes man that's why i say like over the past couple of years it's been liberating for me right you know it's the freest i've ever been you know what i'm saying to be able to speak freely about and the way you want to speak and things like that but yeah it's uh code switching is definitely a real thing have you seen uh I forget the name of the movie but it's, uh, it's I think his name is Khalif or whatever and mm-hmm. it's called the white voice where, oh yeah, yeah where yeah, he's yeah, a, like yeah. a, uh, an inside salesperson right right and he puts on this persona and you can't he he, he talks in his his what a quote unquote white voice mm-hmm. and it's like hi you've reached such and such at you know XYZ company this is right. John may I help you Right. <laughs> and he made a killing off of it. And they had, you know, they had him basically making all these sales contests and winning and stuff like that. And so, yeah, you get it, that's that co switching is definitely a real thing. But like, yeah, just, do you do you do? But is it is it such thing as doing it in reverse too as well? Because I noticed my son in certain situations when he gets really comfortable around his friends mm-hmm. that speak a little different than he normally does. Right, he'll try to change up and speak slang and talk like them.
1: It's you know it's it's one of those things that it's so ingrained in me. Like I I literally feel like I could be like I literally feel like I could be in a room with like President Obama talking one way and literally like cross the threshold into a room with like Nas and Ti. And I wouldn't even be thinking about it. That would just instantly like my dialogue would just instantly change. Like I feel like it's it's not even a thought. It's like you just get around certain individuals and it's just a certain level of like, okay, I'm in this room. And I crossed that threshold. Like I said, you don't want to mess up on a conference call and say, hey, young. But but again, like I said, that that's more of you have to be able to control your emotions because that's what that's what that was. That was me. I was so angry. Then my natural reaction was a hey, huh. like, like, come on, man, this dude really, this dude really just publicly lying on me like this,
0: like, a hey, young. But was that, that was wrong though? That's my thing. By you For saying a say yeah, was that yeah, really? Of course it was. was it? nobody else knew it? Nobody else knew what the hell I was. Because it was, about. it was like over the top slang. Well, not yeah. Nobody, nobody
1: on that call would have known what the hell a young.
0: But what if, what if they would have said something that you had no idea what, what it was. Is it right so, but, right for them no, to say it, but you couldn't say it? I get what well, you're saying. I, I, I kind of get what you're saying, but like right. like hear me out though. Like is it? Because you said A Young and they didn't know what you were talking about because it's slang, but we all know what you're talking about and everybody right. else does. How's but that a bad I got thing? It, but
1: then I got to explain it though. So then I feel like that would have taken like if I was trying to make a point, I, I feel like i lose my point. You
0: lose your whole point.
1: Cuz if I say A Young and they don't really know what that means and it's like then it's like, so what's a young man? Oh, this is what a. Oh, this what. But it's lost the point of me trying to call this dude out for lying on me.
0: I see. I just been like, well, we can talk
1: about what a young means later, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Why you Why you lying on me, Slough? Yeah, that's that's what I should have done.
0: Did you get him his picture though? <laughs> 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 wellington park
1: wellington Park, yeah yeah shout out to uh my brother ill pain for uh putting this in my in the group text this week so uh the wellington park this week goes to uh dean browning uh pennsylvania he was a former county commissioner so he tweeted uh and if you uh go to Twitter and see Dean Browning at Dean Browning PA. He is a, uh, he's a white guy, but he tweeted this week. I'm a black gay guy and I can personally say that Obama did nothing for me. My life only changed a little bit and it was for the worse. Everything is so much better under Trump. I feel respected, which I never do when Democrats are involved. So again, I'm going to repeat Dean Browning is a, uh, he's about a middle-aged white guy and he uh, tweeted out that I'm a black gay guy to uh, attack Obama so of course everybody saw him and called him out on this because of course he's welling and you know the thing everybody thinks it is he thinks he probably has a couple of burner accounts where he's like pretending to be a black guy and they think he just forgot to switch over to his uh <laughs> to his gay black guy burner account which is a whole nother thing that he has a gay black guy burner account that he tweets to pretend to be. But uh, so then he said, he said, oh, you guys misread it. This wasn't me saying that this is what some guy told me. So I just want to. Wanted... So some uh, gay black guy saw him and said, Hey, man, I can personally say Obama did nothing for me. Like some guy, some just random guy just (laughs) on the street just walked up to him and told him that and said, hey, man, I just wanted to tell you, man, I'm I'm black and I'm gay. And Obama did nothing for me. (laughs) Like, it's just come on, man. Come on, Dean Brown. Huh?
0: Where does it even come from? Stop. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He just he got burner accounts, man. He out here. KD, KD, man. Burner accounts, man. Don't get caught with your burner account. (laughs) You welling.
0: So before you take us away.
1: All right. times, on. One more time for everybody in the back. Times, Let's hey, that's a uh, that's a celebration for my man Sing. Cause he came up on about forty five. Uh, PS file. Oh, hey, I should. say you, hey. you took that yeah, from me. Yeah. This is second
0: time tonight. you took,
1: I should. I, I was, can't. I can't. I, was, I can't call my man out like that. Brother, I was you know?
0: just getting ready to give him a shout, brother Sing. Shout out to Sing.
1: Oh uh, man, so that's good. That's a be a be a problem solver, not a problem finder. That, that was you trying to be a problem solver.
0: No, no question. No question.
1: Trying to be a problem solver. No question. And, and,
0: uh. What is it? PS5 or something like that, right?
1: Hey, man. I don't know. I don't know none, the I don't new know. Xbox. I, I, I ain't calling. I ain't putting nobody on blast like <laughs> yeah. that. I don't <laughs> want nobody rolling up nobody's house looking for what they got.
0: Yeah,
1: so. <laughs> if you can't take care of your family and life, take care of them in death. Get you some life insurance.
0: Hey, man. Relationships. Sing. Um. DNA. Know why you do what you do, who you would let down if you failed, and then lastly, you gotta have a plan. Pull up the motorcade, cash. I got a show today. That's all I'm
1: trying to do. Hustle and motivate.